So church, I, I do have a, a praise that I want to share with you. It just goes to show you that time uh, does fly by. Uh, but he, here we are, and the, the praise is, uh, this month marks eight years that we have been together in this pastoral relationship. So praise God. Yes, yes. Thank you. Praise God for that. Uh, so um, the, uh, the twins uh, were, uh, they were two years old, and, and our middle child was three months and here, eight years later, uh, the twins are now uh, 10, the middle child is seven, and then Luke is, is three. So uh, that's, that's just kind of our family growth, but, but the, the growth that we have seen here at Benton Methodist Church, uh, the blessings that God has blessed us with uh, as we have very faithfully and diligently uh, wanted to honor God, wow, I, I just see it every day. So let, let me just say this again, and hopefully this does not come off uh, as your preacher being a broken record. I, I want you to hear this from, from the heart. I, I feel truly blessed to be here as your pastor, and I want you to know that. So thanks be to God for that. Wow, you, you, you have blessed your preacher and family in multiple ways, and I hope that in some small way that, that I've been a blessing in your life, and I look forward to many more years together as we honor God. So if you would, let me just pray over us, please. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, what, what a blessing, Lord, it is to uh, mark the days, the months, and the years together, oh God. Uh, we need you in our lives, Lord. We need, Lord, uh, strong leaders, Lord, in our lives, uh, solid mentors in our lives. We need Jesus, Lord, in our lives and in our hearts. So, Lord, I, I pray, Lord, the Holy Spirit upon our church, upon the mission and ministry and vision, Lord, of our church, because, Lord, every one of us, Lord, with a humble and sincere and loving heart, truly want to honor you. What a blessing it has been, Lord, uh, these past eight years, Lord. What a blessing it will be, Lord, as we look ahead, Lord, for Lord, we will always lift up the name of Jesus Christ and honor you in every way. Lord, uh, we come to you uh, this day, Lord, uh, certainly with our prayer concerns, our prayer needs, Lord, and we just pray, Lord, the Holy Spirit upon uh, those family members, those friends, Lord, those who are in need, who need Jesus, who need prayer, who need love, uh, who need forgiveness, uh, who need mercy. You know who they are. You know the situations that they are in, Lord, and it is by no means selfish to very humbly and with a contrite heart pray, Lord, for ourselves and pray, Lord, for, Lord, the... Um, situations that uh, we often find ourselves in where we feel backed into a corner, where we are going through a dark night of the soul or through a dark 
moment. Lord, you know those needs. You know those people. You know, Lord, that darkness. We just pray the Holy Spirit in Jesus, Lord, to shine that light, Lord, into those moments, into those spaces, Lord, for it's with you and you alone that there is grace, that there is forgiveness, and that there is salvation. So, Lord, let us have that word, salvation, on our hearts and minds this day and every day, for salvation comes through you, Lord, and you alone. As we turn our hearts to Jesus, as we fix, Lord, our eyes and our faith on the King. Lord, your word is here, Lord, to be a blessing for us. It's here to be that holy compass, Lord, that divine anchor, Lord, that will keep us on the straight and narrow, on the righteous path, Lord, that will keep us grounded, Lord, in you. Lord, let us remember that and know that, Lord, and let us always walk by faith, Speak, Lord, with great faith, Lord, and live by faith. And we ask this now and always in Jesus' name, who gave us the model prayer, the Lord's Prayer, to, to pray by ourselves and in the body of faith. Church, if you would, please join me now in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen and amen. So, church, I'm going to uh, invite you to uh, turn uh, in your scriptures, if you have your Bible in front of you, or to turn your attention to the screen now. We're going to be looking at uh, the book of Isaiah this morning, the 55th chapter, verses 10 through 13. The prophet has a good word for you and I this day, so we ask God's blessing upon this, the Lord's word. Hear now from the prophet. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace." The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and all of the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name. 
for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. So, uh, church, as I was reflecting on uh, this text, what, what came to me, and this is what I want to lead into as we uh, think about this word uh, for us today and how it truly can, can apply to our lives, and that's what makes the Word of God always a living word. And, and it's simply this. You, you know, if you've ever been in that place uh, in your life, and this, this might be when you're, when you're young, this might be in middle age, this might be uh, in your golden years, when you're reading the Word of God and it's just not making sense, it, it, it's just it's complicated and you're not connecting the dots. It's, it's just not clear to you. Here's what I want to tell you. That God's Word always delivers. When you are reading the Word or you are struggling with the Word because there's something going on in your life and you're wrestling with it and you're looking for hope, you're looking for peace, you're looking for a divine connection, and you go to God's Word, but it's just, it's just still not making sense. I want to give you hope, a hope that passes all human understanding, and it's simply this, that God's Word always delivers. And that's where I want to go with you this morning. So let, let's go back to the Word. I want to begin with verse 10. Now let's go with this biblical theme that God's Word always delivers, okay? I can't say that enough this morning. God's Word always delivers. Verse 10, listen to this, okay? For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Okay, that's, that's what the water is doing. It is nourishing the earth. Okay, now watch this. So water then very much is connected to God's word. Now watch this, verse 11. So shall my word then be that that goes forth from my mouth. Now pay close attention to this, 11b. It shall not return to me void. Wow. Wow. Now hold on to that because we're going to come back to that in a moment. But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now just hold on to that for a minute, okay? And I want to sum up those two verses in this way. This is the very reason, you see, why we need, you and I, the body of Christ, believers, God's Word. We need God's Word, His pure Word, without substitutes. Did you hear that? We need God's pure Word without 
substitutes, without something that appears to be good news or truth. No, 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 no. Put that aside. We need God's Word and God's Word alone, His pure Word without substitutes. Okay, so where are you going with this, preacher? Well, well, let me define substitutes for a minute, okay? And then it's going to make crystal clear. It's going to make some sense. Church, substitutes that we often replace with God's pure word. Let's talk about that. The substitute, for instance, of gossip, okay? The substitute of gossip. We hear gossip all the time. Often, we don't fact check gossip. And then we believe that gossip about other people. And then we're quick to point the finger at that person that gossip is about. And things get tense with that person, whether you see them or not. But it manipulates how you think about that person. You see, that is nothing more than a substitute for what we always need to be taking in, always need to be nourished by, and that is God's pure word. Let me continue, though. What about being fueled by vengeance? By vengeance and vengeance alone. Now think about this. The Word of God is clear about that word vengeance. Vengeance belongs to one person, a divine person, and one person alone, and that is God Almighty. Vengeance does not belong to man, church, but yet humankind in their fallenness, right, they are fueled by vengeance. And it's sad, and it's upsetting, and it's tragic. Families fueled by vengeance, neighbors fueled by vengeance, communities fueled by vengeance, the world, you and I see it every day, fueled by vengeance. Listen, That is just a mere substitute for what we really and honestly need, and that is God's Word. Let me continue. Lying of any kind. My, my, my. Lies. People in the world filled with lies. Untruth. And the tragic thing is people believe it without checking, fact-checking about the lies that are spread about people. And the, you, you, you and I know this, the lies, right? They just back us into a corner. We, we've got to keep up with the lies that are said. And they just keep building and building and building. Lying ultimately digs your own hole. What about the substitute of cheating in any kind of way? Jeez, it's biblical. There's consequences to all of these substitutes. Addictions of any kind. Listen to me, church. It's just a substitute for what you and I really, truly, and honestly can benefit by. 
and that is God's pure word substitutes. Now, I want you to hear this, okay? Please, please, please do not believe this lie. I believe that it comes from the enemy himself. Do not believe this lie. A substitute, no matter what that substitute is, a substitute, church, will always dehydrate the body. Did you hear that? A substitute will dehydrate the body, whether it's gossip, vengeance, lying, cheating, addictions of any kind. It will dehydrate the body, but it goes further than that, you see. A substitute will ultimately not only dehydrate the body, it will also dehydrate the soul, and it will chip away, a substitute will, Ultimately, your trust in God and His Word. So you see, a substitute has a long-term effect on your heart, your body, and your soul. The very things that God is most interested and concerned about. A substitute will ultimately dehydrate you. Substitutes, church, substitutes will always return void. Did you hear that? Let me say that again. And give this some serious consideration. Substitutes will always return void. But let me tell you where the Word of God is with this. Verse 11, let me go back here, okay? And let's speak about the Word, this huge difference here between a substitute and God's Word. Verse 11, listen to this, so shall my Word be that that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall not prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So we know about substitutes and what they can do, the intent, how we can literally cripple us from the inside out substitutes. But here's the thing. God and his word, here it is. It always delivers. That's what I want you to know. That's what I want you to keep close to your heart. That's what I want you to tell your family member that's just not connecting the dots, that's confused. God's word isn't making sense. I, I just don't get it. Give them hope. Plant that seed of spiritual clarity in their hearts. God's word always delivers. God's word always delivers. Now, stay with me here. Stay with me. I want to go to the word again. There's two scriptures that speak specifically about God's word that I want you to know about. The first one is James 1.21. Listen to this, okay? Speaking of substitutes in God's word, watch this. James says, 
Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. Isn't that not society right now? And receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. And see, that's the other thing here that James highlights that I want to share with you, okay? A substitute, church, will never save your soul. That is something that God and God alone can do, and His Word tells us so. God's Word and substitutes a big, big difference there. Watch this, John 17, 17. Sanctify them by your truth. Your Word is truth. Church, Next time you are given a substitute or what you believe to be a substitute, the next time a substitute is shared with you, I want you to use what you were hearing this morning and say, is that truth? Is that truth? Is that truth? Is this substitute truth or is it not? Is this substitute going to build me up, build up my family, build up my friends, build up my church, or is it not? Place that substitute right up in front of the Word of God and what you know about God and ask that simple question, is this truth or is it not? Let, let me end with a, a very important parable here. I want to go to the Gospel of Luke this morning. The Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke chapter 21, verses 29 through 33. The parable of the fig tree. This is a small parable in comparison to many other of the parables that we have recorded in the four Gospels. But, you, you, you know, here's the thing. It is small in size, but it is mighty in its truth. Okay, And I want to read it for you. The parable of the fig tree. Jesus spoke in several of these Gospels about the fig tree. And you can read along with me. Verse 29. Watch this. Then he spoke to them a parable. This is the Lord himself. Look at the fig tree and all of the trees when they are already budding. You see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all of these things take place. Now watch this, church. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Church, substitutes, they are here today and they are gone tomorrow. Substitutes, substitutes, church, 
listen to God's word, substitutes will pass away. But what will remain? What will stay fixed? What will ultimately be eternal? Here it is. My words will by no means pass away. The truth of the gospel for God's word, church, always delivers. Praise be to his name. Let me pray for us, please. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, our society has created so many substitutes that we are hit with every day. And it's so easy, Lord, to think of these substitutes as eye candy, that it will make us more beautiful, that it will make us better, that it will bring us above and beyond our neighbor, and yet those substitutes, they return very tragically void. Because one direction it brings us down is that it ultimately gives us that craving of wanting more and more and more. And that substitute so often and so tragically becomes a God a small God with a lowercase g-o-d. When this whole time you have told us that my grace and my love and my, and my salvation is sufficient for you and you alone, and that is not something that is here today and gone tomorrow, but an eternal promise, oh God, these are the very things that never return void. So I pray in the name of Jesus that we are using, Lord, your word, that we are using our faith, that we are using the fruits of the Spirit to discern always what is truth, what is your word, and what is not. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that we can be reminded this day, that we can always stand upon your word, Lord, walk hand in hand with Jesus and know that these are the most important things, the eternal things that give us eternal, heavenly, divine reward. All else, Lord, just rusts and becomes moth-eaten. It's substitute that will leave us dehydrated. But you and you alone are that wellspring of life that can keep us nourished until you call us home. So, Lord, let us put truth and Jesus always in front of us in all that we say and do, for we live for you always. Blessed be the King. In his name we pray. Amen.